We were talking about the problems with and the concerns over getting our remaining supply of AstraZeneca into arms before it expires. Well, there's also some encouraging news on the vaccine front. There is news today that there's, believe it or not, another COVID vaccine on the horizon. And for more on that, joining us now is Horatio Bach, professor at the Jack Bell Research Center in Vancouver. Horatio, uh, well, I was going to say good afternoon, but I guess it's still morning uh, out there. So good morning. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right. Appreciate your time. Yes. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline behind this uh, vaccine. Uh, What do we know? What can you tell us about it? So they are starting from a new vaccine right now. They are recruiting 35,000 people now. And the, yeah, it's based on two doses as well. And yeah, we need to see the result, basically. It's good that we have more and more vaccines. I don't know what we will do in the near future with so many, but that's another one in the list. Mm-hmm. And uh, if all goes according to plan and, and goes well, uh, what would the timeline for this uh, vaccine uh, when it comes to availability? When w- might we see this come to market? Well, in, uh, you know, this uh, uh, clinical trial, uh, the last one, it takes time because, you know, it's uh, 35,000 people that will be recruited across many uh, uh, places, the different continents. And you have to analyze the data and probably it takes, you know, a um, few months. Uh, probably I will say six months at least. Plus we need to present for the health authorities to be approved that if the results are good, of course, and then that will take another couple of months to be approved. So we are now in June, probably, uh, you know, next by the end of this year or beginning of next year, probably will be in the market. Okay. Looking at maybe early 2022, is there any hope uh, when it comes to this vaccine, when, we discuss efficacy or uh, side effects. Is there any early indicators that there might be less side effects, a greater efficacy, that sort of thing? No, I don't think they publish anything right now related to that. Um, the, the efficacy, they say that is a very strong response. But again, it was done the second phase. Remember, it's a very a, a small group of people. And as we know from uh, AstraZeneca, you don't see these uh, a, a rare uh, events that happen about the blood clothing uh, because you are checking about 30, 40,000 people. And then these rare events are coming when you vaccinate millions and you say, oh, one in 55,000 is AstraZeneca now. So most of these rare disorders or uh, uh, side effects, we are not going to see until you start to do massive um, vaccination. So does that make this phase, phase three, pivotal? Well, you have to do that to, to, to get information because they will check what is the what is the efficacy and the good stuff they are doing around the world in different countries where the level of infection is very high. That is very important. And with different variants, because they claim that is very good against the South, Afri- uh, South African variant as well. So it's something that needs to be assessed. Uh, the good stuff, again, they are doing in several parts. Um, you know, in, even in South America as well, that the level of uh, COVID-19 is, is skyrocketing, is, is very bad there. So it's a great opportunity to get a good, uh, you know, I hope to get, we will get good results. And because that is the area that you want to test when you have the disease in very high level. 
And uh, we'll also obviously be looking uh, very closely at how this uh, new vaccine that's on the horizon uh, reacts to the uh, variants and maybe even some other potential variants that uh, perhaps even haven't shown themselves uh, yet. I mean, is that going to be obviously very uh, key and something people are really uh, looking at and watching for? Yeah, so uh, regarding to the variants, is still a big, big question mark because we don't know exactly how long we can uh, protect or uh, you know neutralize these uh, variants. The um, uh, recent studies uh, published by an Australian group, they did a mathematical model, okay? It's not real life. What they found that all those vaccines, they were claimed they have 90, 95% efficacy. After eight months, the level of protection is reduced to 60% because it's a natural uh, um, a decrease in the level of the antibodies. If the efficacy was, let's say, 65% or 70% after eight months, you will reduce to 33%. It means that you have a, a, a gap that the level of protective antibodies start to be uh, decreased. And definitely, my guess, we will need an annual shot or even before, because now we're talking about eight months. We don't have even one year that we can assess yet because we started you know, by uh, last year to do that, the, the vaccination. And the, definitely, we will need to get a, a booster. And maybe the booster will be related to the variants. I mean, accommodated to the variants or new variants that may come because in India, we know what's going on there and uh, more people are infected, more possibilities of the virus to get new mutations that they are for its benefit, basically. If we're talking about a yearly shot or a yearly booster, obviously more supply is a great thing and another vaccine coming to market, positive news. But is the next big piece of news when it comes to vaccines, Horatio, is that uh, we're looking at or we need to key on a universal vaccine, a so-called uh, super booster? Are we working on that right now? Uh, not that I know because... Um yeah, you are right. We can do that. Say that we have like the flu vaccine or other type of vaccine that they are a mix of different uh, kind of um, um, shots, let's say, together. So in one, you cover everything. So definitely you can make a, a shot that will include all the variants, but will not include the new variants that will appear. We know what is running now around the world, and definitely we can do a super vaccine if you want to say that. You put all together just to cover um, everything. For example, the, the original strain, the Huan strain, is almost disappeared, you know, because we have the variants. So here in Canada, for example, it's just variants. And probably over time, that will uh, take over the, the, the original strain because the variants are more efficient and they will, they are in competition, you know, also. So they will take over the original strain that almost disappeared, basically. All right. Well, it goes without saying, we will watch all of this with great interest in Horatio. Really greatly appreciate your time with us uh, here today. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Horatio Bach is a professor at the Jack Bell Research Center in Vancouver.